perfect. That sound like me? Yes. Brody is back. Here she is. What? what? <laughs> um, back. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Secrets to Tell podcast. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. And Brody's back, and we're all here. What, what? And ready to go. Full of Mexican food. Full of Mexican food. It was some good Mexican <clears throat> food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, what episode are we on now? Like, uh, I don't know. Way to let the people down. <laughs> There's, we need to know. Um, I have Donkey Jaw Bible story. Listen, that's an impressive story. <laughs> it, it is. I didn't know that it existed. So, eight, nine, what was the eighth one? Okay, so the ninth one goes out this week, and that is Justin. And then the next week is Justin, so that's ten. So this is the eleventh. Y'all missed this set. Y'all missed, like, to say double digits and, like, all that. Yes. We did. So this, this is, is the first chance. We want to wait for you to say it. This is episode 21. <laughs> Double digits. Double digits. <laughs> okay, guys. Okay. Who is this about? Let's talk about it. This is about Christopher James Dankovich. Okay. And I know how you're wanting to have a kid and whatnot. This is going to be chalked up on the con list of not having kids. Add it to Ashley's list. Add, add it to the list. <laughs> also, it happened on my birthday. <gasps> I know that you said that I was focusing on your birthday. You did, and you never did again. And, and it now, made me sad because every time I was like now, reading the dates, and I was like, <gasps> and now the murder happened on my Sunday birthday. Night, April 24th, 2005. I was alive then. So, is your birthday on a Sunday this year? No, it was on a Sunday last year. It's on a... Shoot. Is it on a Monday this year? It's on a Monday or Tuesday this year. I think it's on a Monday this year. We're going on a trip. On your birthday? Yes. To where? The Redwoods. Mm. I've always wanted to see... I see Redwood a lot, but it's just different than in California, probably. <laughs> <clears throat> I see the ginger underwoods. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're sexual innuendos. Here I am slurping on my. OMG. Okay. Well, you can it. come to the redwoods with us if you wanted to. I'm freaking poor. Same. He doesn't listen. <gasps> he used to listen, and then he was. I asked him, I'm like, have you been listening? He's like, no, not lately. I'm like, disrespectful. <clears throat> okay, let's call Justin right now. He says, he says that, did you, did you say call Justin? Yeah, oh, I'm asking him. Oh, it's causing static, the, the mm-hmm. things in the thing. Hello. Hey. Hey. Question. Okay. Do you listen to our podcast? Yes. Like when they, when the new episodes come out, you, you listen? Yes. Okay. I just wanted. I just wanted to check. Well, that's all we needed to know. That's Justin. all I needed to know. I love you. Well, that. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> Goodbye. No questions. We just want to ask the questions. 
<laughs> so you hear that, Zach? You suck. <laughs> he does say he tells everybody about it. You hear that, Zach? You suck. <laughs> so, in in 2025, when you finally get around to listening, in 2025, <laughs> I think you're all right. But as a listener, suck. 2021. Okay, let's move on. Okay, let's do it. Let's on. do it. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So, all that's getting cut anyway. Not all of it. Some of it. Um, Sunday night, April 24th. 2005, in Rochester Hills, Michigan. James Dankovich couldn't reach his ex-wife, 50-year-old Diane Michelle, so he called her mother and asked if she could go check on her. When Diane's mother walked into the home Monday morning around 8 a.m., she found a truly horrific sight. Mm. Diane Michelle was lying on the floor of her foyer in her home. She had been stabbed 111 times. (gasps) The stab wounds were in her chest, back, head, heart, face, and both of her eyes had been gouged out. Oh my gosh! This attack had been so brutal that the autopsy found blunt force trauma to her head. Once the police had arrived, they found two knives, one on the floor in the home and one outside that had blood on it. It was also discovered pretty quickly that Diane and James's son, 15-year-old Christopher James Dankovich, was missing. And so mm-hmm. was Diane's white minivan. Don't let nothing happen to that baby. Diane and James Dankovich who was, he was a successful chiropractor, had married in 1989 and the same year had their only son, Christopher James Dankovich. Diane and James ended up divorcing amicably in 1995. Whoa. Okay. Sorry. Okay. They're divorced. They're divorced. So they're not living in the home. Correct. So the son could be the murderer. Possibly. Okay. Diane had primary custody of Christopher, although they did really well co-parenting him, and he would stay with his father often. After the divorce, that's when she changed her name to Diane Michelle. So that's where that came from. She was a psychologist who ran the Heartlight Metaphysical Center, was a certified hypnotherapist, and had a master's degree in counseling, and she was a minister. Okay. So, they're both doctors. Yeah, they're both pretty important, well-educated people. Okay. Her friends described her as an angel that would go out of her way for anyone and that her only child, Christopher, was the center of her world. Anything she did, she did for him. Christopher was excelling in his high school classes and acted as a normal social teenager. He had, however, dyed his hair blue recently, which seemed out of character for him. And then also, as any teenager, had started getting into arguments with his parents. In fact, the weekend before the murder, while he was staying with his dad, he had snuck out of the house in the middle of the night to meet up with some friends. Okay, that's pretty normal. 
On Sunday, when his dad dropped him back off at Diane's house, they all sat down to have a family meeting to discuss him sneaking out of the house and his recent behavior. So now we're back to the investigation. Police immediately began searching for Chris Dankovich, and he was their primary suspect. They checked at his high school, and he wasn't there. He was located around 2 p.m. at his family's cabin in St. Helen, more than 100 miles away, after his father had mentioned that he could have possibly gone there to hide out. Oakland County Sheriff Michael Bouchard Bouchard said his office contacted Ross Common officials asking to go check the cabin. Once officers arrived... They saw Diane's van and set up watch to prepare to raid the cabin. Three hours later, Christopher came out and surrendered. He had shaved his blue hair to change his appearance, and while searching the cabin, police had found survival gear along with homemade guns. Okay, first thing, why change your appearance if you're going to, like, just give yourself up? Number two... How do you make a homemade gun? We're going to get to the homemade gun part, but I think he changed his appearance because he wasn't expecting the police to find him so quickly. And so I think that he was like going to go off into the woods hmm. and okay. go. Yeah, because it does say survival gear. Yeah. So he's just going to live off the land. Uh, well, he was 15, so I'm sure he didn't think through most of the things that he did very thoroughly. I don't know. That sounds pretty freaking guilty to me. <laughs> You're going to run away. Well, you did it. after being arrested and taken to the police station, Chris confessed to killing his mother. No. See? <laughs> See, I wanted to say knew it. But, you know, like, right. I don't feel proud. I don't feel proud at all. Like, right. I, why did he do it? He stated that his mother had recently discovered that he had been looking at pornography. So? And learning how to make weapons on the family computer. Those are two completely separate things. Mm. You'll see why. She had even found a homemade gun made out of PVC pipe Mm -hmm. and loaded with gunpowder and marbles. So that's how you make a homemade gun. I don't know. I've never looked it up, just according to this. And then you, how do you light the gunpowder? I don't know. I'm not going to search it. The only reason you would not want to search it is because you're afraid that at some point you're going to do something bad enough, people are going to look at your search history. My search history is already bad from doing this podcast. The math ain't mathin'. (laughs) I just need to know, is there like a PVC like pipe and you just like light the match? I'm sure you just light it. Yeah, but then it would like, if you light all the gunpowder at once, you're just going to blow up in your... Face. What if you, what if it just has one opening and you just light like a match and drop it in that's there? That's what I was saying. It? I bet that's what it is. How is it not going to like. All face? of our listeners are going to be Googling PVC homemade guns now. Well, good. Ashley's on the list apparently, so she won't look it up. <laughs> I, in fact, actually, you know what? I'm about to do an internet. Do an internet. That's going to be our next catchphrase. Yes. Leave it in. Sorry, Mama. <clears throat> do an internet. <laughs> Alright, so PVC pipe, gun, sorry, <laughs> uh, with 
Gunpowder. Wow. Dr- drama. It wasn't drama. It's just the table. Her Dr. Pepper's so heavy. <laughs> okay. Gunpowder and gas Dr. Pepper. Marbles. Do not say that on here. I hit that. Why are you afraid it's going to spook someone? I have no idea. Yeah. But I'm sure her internet failed. Anyways. I just don't know why they don't want me to know. <laughs> Do you really not know why they made it hard to find it? I want to see it fire a spherical powder of glass. She had given the PVC handmade gun to her ex-husband, James, and told him to take care of it. When she confronted Chris Sunday afternoon, it started an argument. And then she was grounding him, and he stated that he got so mad that he just attacked her. With what? The knife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the stab, the stabbing. 111 stab wounds. Yes, I know. I thought all the ones were very, a a lot, ironic, because this is episode 101. I was just thinking that. I was like. And that's like 101. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of ones. What does that mean? No one knows. Spiritually. I'm just upset. What? That you didn't find the... No, I want to... Yes, that. But... Why didn't she use... Oh, she couldn't use the gun. She gave it to Jameson. (sighs) I mean, she's... I don't think that she would have shot her only... He's trying to murder her. I think it's still, though. I think a mother and a child is like... I think a mother would have a hard time killing her child. You would think a child child would have a hard time killing a mother. One would think. Moving on. Moving on. Monday, May 1st, 2006, Christopher walks into the courtroom. Previously, there had been a lot of back and forth trying to get a deal for Chris. The judge, John J. McDonald, had refused to agree to a 22-and-a-half-year sentence citing a previous psych evaluation that stated Chris could be a danger to the public later since he was searching homemade deadly weapons. You know. Yes, like, that was literally the first time, and I'm 30, that I was just like, we made it our whole lives, basically. (laughs) I have shot... Oh, I haven't, I haven't shot, but my husband had a potato gun once. Yeah, a potato gun. Yeah, that came up during our internet. Also, during the psych evaluation, he claimed that he felt he was on a mission from God to protect children. He had began going to online anti-abortion groups, and then that led to the militia groups where he was looking for support, and that's why he was making the homemade guns and the deadly weapons, because he wanted to go out and kill abortionists and child pornographers. And whenever his mom grounded him from the computer and took away his homemade gun, he believed that she was against his mission or standing in the way of him completing his mission, and that's why he killed her. That's a lot of bull. So, when he was asked why he killed his mom, if he believed in, like, anti-abortion and all that, 
He said that he didn't want to respond and that everything had been ruined. Yeah, he killed your mom. Yes. Your whole life. Mm-hmm. In, the to- in the toilet. Chris wanted to do a guilty plea of open murder, meaning he was leaving it up to the judge to determine what degree. Chris's lawyers had said from the beginning that they would have had a strong case for guilty by insanity, but Chris wanted to submit a guilty plea. His lawyers really wanted to go to trial because they believed it would be really hard for a jury to convict him since he was a minor, but Chris had refused. Chris stated that he felt bad about what he had done and he wanted to take responsibility for murdering his mother and that he is not a violent person. But 111 times. Do you know how many, how long it takes to stab someone 111 times? I don't know either, but I'm just thinking that's a lot of time and a lot of effort. That's a rage killing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. A rage killing for like at least an hour. Of stabbing. Why do you say an hour? Well, I just think... Because if you mean like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, how many stabs per minute do you think? Well, if there was one stab a second... I feel like there's... I feel like there's less than one stab a second. Okay, so let's say there's one stab every two seconds. Then you're talking like... Four minutes. Three, four minutes. So that's kind of, that's not something you can internet. I feel like there's been a study done. There hasn't. I feel like there's been a study it done. It would be like this. One, two. Especially if they're angry. It'd be like, you know, you, it's like one, two, three. Like they have so much adrenaline. It's not like they're just poking it like. It's an adrenaline jump. Dump. Not jump. <laughs> yeah, it's super fast. But I, I just don't feel like 111 is going to be super fast. Because there's the whole act of put, stabbing them and then pulling it out. And stabbing them and then pulling them out. And then you're like all over the body. On different sides of the body. I just feel like it would take a while. No. Maybe not an hour, but the literature is not helpful for me. My internet failed as well. His father and grandmother, who had found her murdered daughter, stated that she had forgiven Chris for what he had done, and she just wanted to get this whole thing over with so they can move on. Judge John J. McDonald decided that Chris was guilty of second-degree murder, meaning there was no premeditation, and sentenced him to 25 to 37 and a half years in prison. He stayed in a juvenile detention center until the age of 21 and then moved to an adult prison. Christopher was questioned thoroughly by the judge to confirm that he knew what his sentence meant and his right since he was technically a minor and he was being charged as an adult. And he did state that he understood very well what was happening to him. What does dad think? His dad supports him. In prison, 
Chris has gotten his diploma, teaches high school math and culinary classes. No, what, he's a teacher? In prison, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. James, Chris's father, started visiting him while in prison and states that he has watched his son turn into a kinder and more gentle person, and he believes it's art that has helped Chris heal. Chris claims now that his mother was mentally and physically abusing him, claiming that he that she had nailed his bedroom window shut and wouldn't let him go outside. Which, I don't know if she did that or not, but if she did, like, he had a history of sneaking out. So, that's probably why I feel she like did if your it. bedroom window was nailed shut, that you deserved it. And he felt that she hated him and enjoyed torturing him. So that's what he says. He has to say that he's changed his sleep at night. He's changed his story like three times. But that is the short story of Christopher James Stankovich. And it's a thing to add to the list of not having children. (laughs) There's because you can treat them with so much love, apparently. Apparently you can love a child. Apparently you can. You can treat them with so much love and then they just kill you. And rage killing and stab you 111 But times. you could also say. And gouge your eyes you out. You could also say this is why you don't date slash marry. Because it's always the husband, boyfriend. What? So you're saying. Add to the don't have kids list. Mm-hmm. You could love them and kill, kill, they could kill you. Mm-hmm. But on the other end of that. How many boyfriends slash husbands? Oh, it's always the boyfriend husband. Exactly. So maybe you just shouldn't have anybody. You just gotta live your lonely life. And even then, you could be. So, like, statistically, statistically, if you had a child as a woman, they're less likely to murder you than the man in your life. But you have to have a man in your life to have a child. Not necessarily. Don't you trigger people. Well, even a sperm donor could track somebody down if they really wanted to. Could. Mm-hmm. They could have a change of heart. We're done for this episode. Thank you for listening to this short episode. Remember to download. I forgot to say what's kicking chickens. <laughs> you can say it now. <laughs> and then say it for the next episode. Do you want your moment right now? You guys, I'm really sorry. I for or or hey, chickens. I'm sorry I forgot to ask what was kicking. <laughs> Please download our episodes, even if you're not listening to them. Yeah, go on there and download them. That is like the only way we get stats of who's listening and how many people are listening. And I don't really care. If you're actually listening or not, just be nice and download them. Yeah. Um, and also share our posts. It That is totally free to do that. And if you So is downloading. Yeah, so is downloading. It's totally free. Yep. But if you see a post on our page, please share it just so more people can see it. So we can continue to grow and follow and like us and share and download and if you want join our patreon that's the one thing that's not free 
But you get free things. Yeah, we got some super dope merch. Yeah. Got some Leave It In shirts. They came in this Yay. week. Yay. Um, those are going to go out to Deanna and Ashton. Yes. And, of course, Ashley and I had to get one as well. Yeah. And then we have Sorry Mama sweatshirts coming in the mail. Mm-hmm. So you should definitely, I mean, like, to me, the perks. Yeah. Are just because you also get bonus content where Brody does episodes, so that's awesome. <laughs> yep, yeah, for sure. That <laughs> and early access, and and let us know if you want Justin to do some um, ASMR into the microphone because at least two hours before every episode, he likes to. Yeah, make me noises. And him sit here and make noises in the microphone. And that's yeah, how we roll. They're just like. We are. For We're going to be ASMR pros. We can't figure out podcast audio, but by God, we're going to be great at ASMR. <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening. We hope that you keep listening, and we hope that you come back next time when we have more secrets to tell. Bye. Bye. Bye.